Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show as always presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Ryan McMillan, is uh, he's driving up to the cross-country state tournament. Uh, state meet, I guess that would be called, right? Yeah. Boys can tell what a great cross-country guy I am. Shut up, Jake Davis. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so I'm joined by uh, head coach at Whitefish Bay, my friend Jake Walter, who hasn't made fun of me yet today. And the head coach at Germantown, who has, he is Jake Davis. Jake's, how you been? Great. Good, real Thanks good. For guys, for having us. guys are good. Also joined by our Garrick Monday. He's a Whitewater High School young man, and he's also Jake Davis's nephew. Just finished his high school football career at Whitewater. Garrick, how are you? Good. Yeah, it's good to see you. How uh, how did your go? Um, it was uh, a little rough, a little rough, and uh, we started off strong, but um, kind of fell apart towards the end of the season a little. Uh, we got had some off the field stuff uh, that we had to deal with. Uh, for the most part, I thought that the team kind of dealt with that adversity well, but couldn't really follow. follow yeah. Through this How season. did you play? Did you have a good year? Uh, I had a pretty good year. What um, position do you play? I play wide receiver. Okay. Or, well, I played tight end. Um, so I, because of some suspension stuff that we had early in the year, I ended up getting moved down to tight end. So it was a little little bit of a change for me, but. You know, I thought I performed well. Do you guys whitewater normally? You guys throw the ball a lot? No, we're we're really a running team. We got two two pretty good backs, um, and they they ran the ball all over a conference. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah. You know what? It uh, didn't it didn't end the way you wanted it to end, but uh, you're a wrestler. Yeah. And you play baseball. Yep, yep. So you got some other things to look forward to. Yep. Yep. Well, thanks for coming in, um, boys. Any uh, any surprises? Uh, Hartford's still playing. Homestead not. Um, any surprises for you from your conference? Grafton's not playing. Yeah. Um, well, Grafton and us at Whitefish Bay, we went up north um, right. into a tough uh, tough regional. And D3 with West of Pier and Menashe are two powerhouse programs. And West of Pier, I think they got a chip on their shoulder from last year's state title game where they, they had Catholic Memorial. Yeah, they I did. Think it was by the three scores at one point and ended up losing. So they <laughs> – um, and they had a lot of kids back, so I'm not surprised um, that uh, you know Grafton lost that game. I thought they'd score a little bit more on them, but uh, West Pier must just be a machine. And then I was at the um, Homestead Falls game last night, and Man Falls um, has a couple kids that are really special, and they just made some huge plays, and um, it was a great game. Yeah, it really was. Let me run down who we've got coming up. 11:15, Lewis Brown from Franklin will be on. 11:30, John Reiters from Hartford. Uh, 1045, Scott Smith from Racine Lutheran. 
11 o'clock, Steve Rux from Waukesha West. 11.15, we're going to do the toughest loss of the week. A new segment for us here on, on this show started it last week. Uh, we're going to have Dan Lutz from Nominee Falls on. And uh, like you said, they, they're, they're the real deal. They're mm-hmm. good, man. At uh, 11.30, Matt Kern from New Berlin-Eisenhower. 11.45, Greg Brazil from Lake Country Lutheran. And we may – I've texted a few more coaches, so if they get back to me, I know Steve Tenhagen is one that I reached out to because that was a surprise to me. Yeah, that's a great win. That's a really good win for them. And uh, they got a tough one coming up. But you know what? At this point, uh, you know what? You get to level three, boys, there isn't an easy putt anywhere in, in this uh, no. this thing. You know, Lake Mills gets by Martin Luther. Martin Luther played with them the first three quarters. And then they got worn down. Lake Mills do that to you. And so they're they're celebrating. And then you kind of look and you know you got Catholic Memorial. That that has taken all of the air out of the of Division Four, in my estimation. The people I talk to, because man, they're good. That conference is ridiculous, Jake Davis. It it just is. Look at yeah. who's still playing. They're they're all except McGuana got, got beat by Muskego. They're all still playing. Yeah, we were happy to go in there this year and get a win out of there in our crossover game. But you know, that's versus a team that was really good. But we thought would been the road in that conference, which is. Crazy to think going in there and seeing how you know, who'd you beat on the crossover? Kettle, Kettle Moraine, and they were really good. And it was then that was like the worth their fifth place team in there. Look, look at who in. some of their wins were against, right? Yeah. They beat Catholic Memorial yep. and they beat Arrowhead, yeah, very good team. And it just if that's the mid of that conference that kind of tells you where they're at. It's so bad that they had to play another conference opponent, right? One in the playoffs, right off the Kettle bat, Moraine, yeah, that's know? tough to do. Yeah. You know what? And it, I don't know how you fix that. Yeah. Jake, I, I don't. I should say Coach Walter, by the way, because we got too many Jakes here. Um, but I don't know how you fix that, and I don't see that being fixed anytime soon. Are you guys excited about the football and conferences? What does that do to you guys, Jake Walter? Um, really, we. I mean, we're right now at ten team conference. So Port Washington is going north, and then Grafton is leaving and going to the, to the woodland, woodland East, which. Yeah. Doesn't I, make sense to me, but they pass a lot of teams that they could play to go down. <laughs> And think about that Friday night passing the uh, Marquette Interchange every Friday night. No, yeah. thank you. No, um, I, I wouldn't want to do that either. And cut a hay. Um, but the other yeah. eight are, you know, will stay the same. And, you know, we know each other pretty well. And, um, you know, I would rather, you know, whether it's competition or not, like I love going to West Bend's. I love going to Slinger and Hartford. But, I mean, Germantown's a lot closer. And, you know, the sure. fields are a lot closer. I just don't understand the whole concept of, the alignment process that way, but yeah, I and you know what I've I've had we've certainly had those guys in a lot, mm-hmm. and Doug Sarver's kind of spearheaded this thing, and and when you hear him explain it, all of a sudden it seems to make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems to make sense to kind of uniform the number of teams, and and you get two, you know, playing in two years and you still have an option, and you can't get out of the conference because you're not winning enough, but if the travel is too much, or you know, there's other uh, the reasons why. They, they will take a look at that. But he said, look, it's it's really hard when there are some teams that get no non-conference games and there are teams that are leagues that have five or six teams. That's not fair. So let's make it fair. Let's see if we can't geographically fix it. He said not everybody's going to be happy. But the part of that that I was most impressed with is they worked hand-in-hand with the WIA. Mm-hmm. WFCA, WIA, which doesn't happen very often. As you guys know, doesn't happen all that often. But they came together and sang kumbaya and held hands and said, let's get this thing done, and they got it done. And it'll be interesting to see how that that all works out. 
Jake Davis, any surprises to you from different scores last night? Uh, not really surprises, but it, I mean the the Brook uh, East Brook Central game was was a big one. I, I know you know Brook East did a heck of a job um, getting that one you know twenty to nothing, but. Uh, you know, in our conference, really, that's kind of how it plays. You could go either way, even if you've beat a team before and stuff like that. It, they're that close. Those game, our games we play in are that seem to be that close week in and week out. No yeah, I mean, they they beat them pretty good three weeks prior, Correct. something like that. And yeah. then for Brookies to go to Brook Central and shut them out, right? So it might surprise most people, but again, playing through a season, a couple of seasons now in that conference, you know that can happen. That's just you know, you never know who's going to come and get you. In that it's conference. a pretty good conference. It's a really good conference. It's uh, with this year we're really defensive heavy. We saw some really good defensive fronts. In our league and those kind of things, um, but uh, yeah. who was the best uh, defense in your conference? Do you think? Oh boy, that's a loaded question. I, I, there's, there's, a, they're all different. I mean, right. there's a lot of really good ones in there. You know, I can I, tell you, the coach from Marquette told me Germantown was. Uh, and I, and I, you know, I, I try not to toot our own horn that much, but I think we were pretty he, good. I think you know that's what? what kept us in this season quite a bit is this, how, how good our. Defense I happen was. to run into Maz on Sundays a lot, and he said, "Hey." You know what? And they were, I think they were getting ready to play you. And he goes, look, that defense is no joke. That defense gets after it, and they swarm to the ball, and they'll hit you. And you better you better get your helmet and strap it on because they're coming after you. He said, look, they've struggled a little bit offensively. This We just hope this isn't the game that they figure it all out right. and, and start throwing the ball and start running the ball. So we got to make sure that we, we're disciplined defensively. He said, but he said, I'm telling you, and I hope it's okay that I quote him, but he said, I think Germantown is the best defense in our conference. Well, that's nice to hear. I think I certainly think we think we're pretty good that way. But uh, you know, you know, again, we got a lot of good defenses that going around, but a lot of good kids playing out there. So, Gary, did you play both ways on at Whitewater? Did you yep. just play offense? Yeah, I played both ways. Yeah, so. d- um, what did you play on defense? Uh, and defensive end. Yep. Um, you know, there there are two mindsets on that, and one is if you can two platoon, you you, you two platoon. If you can't, um, did you like playing both ways? I liked it. But it was also just a necessity by the numbers of our team. But I like playing both ways because, uh, one, it keeps me focused, and I just kind of stay dialed in. Um, End of the year, no injuries? You were healthy? No, I was healthy throughout the year. Yeah. Yep. I Good. was, yep. Did you play youth football for YY? Have you played football yeah, the way I through? I played football my whole life. Yep. Uh, and then started, I played varsity freshman year and just kind of you did there. Yep. Um, and you've wrestled all through as well? Yep. And all baseball? High yep, yep. Baseball is your sport, yeah. you think? Yep. What position? Uh, I play third and I pitch. So. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What are you better at? Uh-huh. Can I could take you deep, what I'm thinking? No. You, no? no? Come on now. Not a I, chance. Hey, I, not my a hands chance. are a lot quicker than, than you think, pal. <laughs> yeah, I talk a lot of smack. We'll go outside during the break. I get, oh, we yeah. can play strikeout. Don't hang one. Yeah, I'm going to lose the ball. You uh, No, I can't even hit a church softball, Jake Walter. I'm still talking smack. <laughs> still talking smack. Um, Whitefish Bay next year. What do you got? You were young. We were on the sidelines for the Homestead game, the Thursday Night Lights. There wasn't anything for me to do but yeah. hang out. <laughs> We had yeah, a little you had issue. A good seat for the game. I had a real good seat. I thought I could maybe head home, but they were like, "No, you're still going to give those awards at the oh, end yeah. of the game." Um, but I, I thought your quarterback, who was dinged up, um, pretty athletic, and wanted to keep playing, kept trying to get out there, and realized I think maybe, you know, that maybe it wasn't going to happen there. But boy, you guys had some close, pretty exciting games. Yeah, we uh, in our conference, our four conference games we lost by combined I think 24 points oh man um, one came down to the to the one yard line against Grafton one was last possession and then three points to uh 
Homestead. So, um, but yeah, I, see, I saw the play, the one that came down to the one-yard <laughs> yeah, line. That was a heck of yeah. Who drew that thing up? Yeah, we, we were working on that you one were, for yeah? a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah, and you held it a little oh, yeah. bit. And we were waiting for the right moment. And man, just one I, more yard. The so sidelines was doing this, I and I think, I think the players on the field yeah. thought he got in. Yeah. Did you watch the tape? Yeah, Did we he... watched it. My son Chase was actually right on that sideline, and yeah. he said no, he was down. Like He was fighting. He had three guys on his back at the two-yard line, and he just fell backwards. Uh, he was a half a yard short. I wanted Chase so. to come in, but he's out of town. <laughs> yeah. I saw him on the sidelines. He's He is grown, man. I it's yeah. the fact that you and I haven't gotten any older, and he has gotten exactly. older, which yeah, is weird how that works. amazing. <laughs> um, is he? Uh, he's a big sports kid. Yeah, yeah all of them. All of it. Yeah, he's uh, basketball, football. Um, he runs. Um, I I remember baseball. when he was two or three, and we did a. Do you remember we did a fundraiser for for you guys over at um, his clothing store? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hollywood Threads. Yeah. And he was like two years old, and you were th- you were whipping balls yeah. out of his stuff. Soft ones. They weren't hit, right. hurting him. But he was catching them. I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, that kid's going to be – he's going to be a heck of an athlete. Um, he's in Washington, D.C., yeah, right? Yeah, he's with uh, his, his mom and uh, grandparents for a little family reunion. So he got to go uh, White House and uh, Lincoln Memorial, and they're actually at uh, Georgetown football game right now. Uh, former player Brady Weiss, two years sure. ago. Sure. Uh, he's a starting long snapper, and he gets in as a defensive end as well a little bit. So I remember him. He, what a good kid he was. He was an amazing kid. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the best. Hey, guys, before we get to a break, and we're going to get to make sure we get out in time to get to Lewis Brown at, at uh, 10-15, but this time of year for these coaches, the mindset going from level two to level three, does anything change? I think I think most coaches will tell you to try to keep things as consistent as possible throughout the season, especially when you've had success to get to that level. I know, you know, even when you got in the playoffs, you know, my message was, uh, you know, keep focusing on the process and keep going. I would think I think most people are, are kind of of that you know school there, but uh, you know, it, it gets tougher though with the kids because it gets more exciting as you kind of ramp it up. So keeping it similar is tough, but you do do things like you know, where you probably bring down practice a little bit. Those kind of stuff come to play a little bit. Jake Davis, same question. Yeah, they. Uh... They that do. was me. That was me. You're talking Jake about Walter. Walter, oh, these Jakes. <laughs> this, show, I'm going to have to switch you and your nephew so I can do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Plus, definitely. I'm trying to text Steve Tenhag and ask him if, yeah, if 11:25 yeah, might on, work. Steve. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So. I I'm not good at doing two things. Hold on, Jake Walter. Same question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah once you, once you get in that playoff uh, mentality, um, then you get from level one to two to three. Um, just like uh, Jake Davis said, it's <laughs> um, you you kind of ramp down maybe some of your physical portions. Uh, maybe you don't go as many reps live uh, as you would in the regular season. Uh, but the focus and the I mean, it's it's amazing even going to the level one. We were getting ready for Manasha. The focus that our kids had was, you know, we have a lot of mental sessions, you know, especially on a Monday. And they are just dialed in, and they're just, you know, they know what's at stake. And right. This is it. We Especially those done, seniors, you, know? And, you yeah, know. And we only had five seniors this year. so Boy. Um, yeah, we got – you asked that question before. We got a lot of guys coming back. Future's bright. Excited, yeah. Good for you. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin, will join us. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
I'm Mike McGivern alongside Jake Walter, head football coach at Whitefish Bay. Jake Davis, head football coach at Germantown. And Garrick Monday, he's a uh, Whitewater high school football player. He's also the nephew of Jake Davis. Wants to get in radio, and I'm trying to tell him, man, start swinging a hammer or something. Get a real <laughs> job. Hey, guys, when I talk about some of the best programs in southeast Wisconsin, um, Franklin always is in that conversation. And had a chance to see them up close and personal this year. And, and I'll tell you what, offensively, they, they're good. Defensively, they're ridiculous. They really swarm to the ball, and they're really impressive on both sides of the ball. But I, I like watching defenses that – you know, that that won't give up a yard, that just get after it. And this Franklin team was really impressive. On the defensive side, when I saw them play, we're now joined head football coach at Franklin. They beat uh, Kenosha Indian Trail last night 44-7. They beat Bradford the week before 42 nothing, And now they're getting ready for the number one team, ranked team in the state defending champion, Muskego. Lewis Brown is our guest. Lewis, how you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you bet. Congratulations. Good win last night. Um, Coach, you guys uh, look defensively, and we talked about it when I was on the sidelines with you guys. Uh, your team swarms to the ball, man, and, and they put guys down. It doesn't take – they're not missing many tackles, I guess, is where I'm going with this, and you got to be really happy with the way they're playing. Yeah, extremely happy. Um, you know, our, I think our defense is built on speed, starts, you know, starts up front. Uh, we don't have a kid on our defense that runs under a – that runs over a five flat 40, which says a lot about our D line. You know, those guys are all running four, nine and four, eight. Um, and then our backers can flat out fly and our back ass pretty, pretty fast as well. So uh, definitely built on speed this year. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it's kind of a swarming defense. Uh, I'm a defensive guy. I think you know that. Yep. Uh, I'm really happy uh, with where we're at right now. Hey, Coach, and I asked you this when we did that Thursday Night Lights game. You, you know, you started with two non-conference games that were ridiculous, and I thought, he's crazy. I don't know why he's doing this. But you went out and did it and won one, and almost well, you almost won the first one. You're right yeah. there. Second one you won. And I said, look, is, this is going to come back at the end of the year to do you guys some good. And you said, no doubt. We have played some of the best teams in the state right off the bat to see where we're at. And – if you had to do it all over again, is that that was a good uh, good decision for you? Great decision. Uh, allowed us to find out we uh, we're starting four or five sophomores, uh, and, and you know they got baptized in that game, and, and uh, you know including our our quarterback who's pretty special. But we threw two pick sixes in that game, and I think Miles has only thrown a couple interceptions since then. So it was a good eye opener for him, and uh, it, it allowed us to see where our deficits were and we actually made a couple of changes defensively just position switches to give us an advantage and uh it it's been huge you know i think they're really good programs that are always seeking the good great competition early to find out where their flaws are jake walter when when uh, i'm going to ask you this and i'm going to ask lewis it too when when you know you get a win like they did last night where it's 44 7 um I, I wasn't there so i don't know how comfortable if it was as comfortable as the score uh, indicates it's not like Lewis Brown and his staff are able to really enjoy that one because they, they, they talk to the team and say, here's what's going on this week, tomorrow, the rest of the week. And then they got to look at Muskego, who hasn't gotten beaten a long time. And I'm wondering, Jake, if, if that's you over there, how quickly are you turning that switch and going to Muskego? Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure Lewis was uh, watching more film last night on Muskego right away. So um, going into a level three game like that, like we talked about earlier, it's, I mean, it, it's 
you have to be on top of your game and you can't miss anything. And I guess my question would be, um, you know, now that you're leaving that conference, you've had two straight conference opponents. Um, I guess you probably feel Mosquito's in your conference because how many years has it been in a row that you guys have played Mosquito in the playoffs, Lewis? Um, I think uh, one, two, three or four in a row. To right. Be, uh, <laughs> yeah, three or four. That matchup yeah. always is a like one we always everyone have to circles that, that one. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, did, oh, yeah. did, did, Lewis, anybody in your – and look, I know that that um, nobody probably as well or as big because I've seen Muskego, and that's a big – that offense line is ridiculously big and well-coached. Does anybody in your conference or anybody you played out of conference run anything similar to what Muskego runs? Um, yeah, I mean, Horlick does. Uh, Racine Horlick does. I mean, they're – you know, obviously they don't have the horses that Muskego has this year, but uh, – it's very similar. I mean, we're very familiar with what they're going to do. You just got to got to tackle well, and you got to swarm to the ball, and uh, give them a, a few different looks. Otherwise, you know, Ken does a great job with the offense, and he'll figure out what you're doing, and he'll adapt. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've got plenty of film that we've watched already, and plenty more to watch. Um, spent a lot of time this weekend watching it, but it doesn't matter how much film you watch. You know, you're gonna. You, basically comes down to you know your big time players making big time plays and vice versa in my mind at this level hey you talked about miles that sophomore quarterback and and getting him baptized early under fire you know level one of the playoffs level two in the playoffs is a different animal than the regular season he's adapted pretty well so far in the playoffs the lights have not been too bright for him absolutely he's uh he's a he was our offensive player of the year in the conference um, as a sophomore he just Every week he gets better and better and better. Uh, he throws such a tight spiral. It doesn't matter how – I mean, I, I'm like kind of hoping – I have no problem with wind now. You know, we used to worry about that with some of the quarterbacks we've had. Uh, you get into those big wind games. Um, he's got a tremendous arm. Uh, his leadership is really stepping up uh, for a sophomore. And uh, the other thing that he brings that, you know, we haven't had in a while is, is he can really do it with his legs yeah. as well, which is, which is huge. You know what? Um, and and just to, and I don't, look, there's a, a whole Franklin team that we could be talking about, Coach. But but we brought up this quarterback. The one thing that that surprised me, um, watching him play, is boy, he does not go down on the first hit. You know, he seems to bounce off some hits, and I thought the boys from Oak Creek, you know, had bottled him up and 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 wrapped him up pretty good. And he's stronger, I think, than than maybe you think by watching him. Yeah, he is. He had a tremendous offseason. He bought into our offseason program. And, um, you know, he's about 6'1", 175 pounds. For a sophomore, that's a nice-sized kid. Um, yeah, very rarely does he fall backwards. And he's he's so athletic, you know, and the other coaches will tell you this, when you face a really good athlete, that it's hard to get a square hit on him. You know, you're you know, you're hitting one side or the other, and he's kind of slippery and sliding off you and uh, allows him to fall forward a lot. So his athleticism and, uh, of course, his – his strong youth uh, has benefited us tremendously. Hey, Coach, uh, good luck uh, this week. You know, it, it's interesting. I saw Muskego that first game against Marquette, and I, and Marquette had a good chance to, to, to beat him a couple of bad snaps on, on punts. And then at you know middle of the fourth quarter, when Muskego needed a drive, they had worn down Marquette a little bit, and they, they ran the ball right down the field and, um, and, and, and beat him. And you know, it's just looking at those guys on the sidelines. Looks like a college football team when when they're standing next to you. Um, good luck against that 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 front with Muskego and and take away some of the things they do and and uh, 
Certainly it'll be a fun game to watch. I'm sure a lot of people will be at that one. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, we're looking we're really looking forward to it. Excellent. He's Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin. Lewis, have a good day. Thank you. Hey boys, before we get to a break, that's a big task. And you know those those guys at Franklin, they, they've been in big games before. I didn't want to ask Lewis this, but I heard through the grapevine that McGuanago was to get the three seed in that seeding meeting and ask for the four because they wanted to play Muskego. And because they had played them earlier and they thought the score didn't look like it was as close as it was. And I'm wondering in that seeding meeting, man, when you say, look, I'd prefer to get the four, you, you know, everybody knows what you're doing. And uh, it was 0-0 at halftime last night. And then I think they lost 17-7. But McGuanago had a really good football team. And so, you know, I'm sure Lewis Brown is hoping that, you know, physically they beat him up a little bit. The Muskego boys, man, that's a good team. And they're they're the champs. They're the champs. So if you can walk off the bus not being down 7-0 or 14-0 because of what you see and the, the environment that Muskego throws at you, you got a chance to get them. Yeah, with that uh, speed that uh, he just mentioned, that's what they're going to need against um, Muskego. I yeah. mean, we see them in the, in the summer all the time at Carroll for our contact days. They have speed all over the place at Muskego. And uh, if Franklin can match them with speed, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a football game. For Franklin's sure. the right team to do yeah. it, too. We scrimmage them every year, and it's and we go in there right away. And, boy, they got it rolling pretty early, too. So yeah. I'm sure if they get better, it's going to be a good matchup. For you them, know, so. it's interesting. Lewis talked about that quarterback as much because Lewis is a defensive guy, man. Mm-hmm. And he's the head coach, but he, he the defensive side. And uh, they get some really good guys on the offensive coaching staff. The difference is, for me, the conferences. You know, and that's why Lewis went out and played, you know, Fond du Lac and Nina or whoever it was, the first two, because he said, look, we I, we got to figure out where we're at now because sometimes in our conference there are some teams that are down and we're not going to be able to figure it out. So we're going to get we're jump right off the, the, the jump on this thing and figure out if we're any good or not. And I think that worked for him. Yeah, There's no good. doubt. Let's get to a break. John Ryder's from Hartford. He uh, He's making you proud, Mr. Jake. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, he's. They had a great year, and he's I, a I good think man. He talked about uh, Germantown having the best defense in the uh, Greater Metro. Um, I think Hartford had by far the best defense in the uh, North Shore. It's no questions asked there, and he. That's what's going to. They have a phenomenal quarterback and a great offense, but if they're going to make this run, that defense is going to carry him. And Jake Davis, he's involved in the servant leadership stuff that you're really involved with. He's come out a couple of times when you've spoken, and yeah. that's a big part of who he is. It is. He's got the right idea on those kind of things. It's good to see that, you know, in other coaches and stuff like that. But yeah. he's definitely at the, with the forefront with us. Yeah, I was at one where you spoke. <laughs> when a dry eye in the house, brother, I'll tell you that. You did a really good job. <laughs> Thank you. We'll get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGiver alongside Jake Walter, head football coach at White at Whitewater at Whitefish Bay. Got Jake Davis, head coach at Germantown, and uh, Garrett Monday, who is from Whitewater High School. Jake Davis's nephew, Jeremy Monday, his dad, is sitting on the couch. Jake Walter, you had talked about uh, the best, probably the best defense in your conference was Hartford. Did you see this run by Hartford coming? Did you know going in this year that they had a chance to win this conference? 
Oh, definitely. Um, they, I thought, you know, we had about four or five teams that were all pretty similar um, and, and equal um, going into the season. And I think once you started to see the scores and see the games and the scouting, the difference was Hartford's defense. And, uh, um, you know, that's a defense that is state championship caliber. Um, and to have an athlete like Jacob Frantel at quarterback, he is uh, – phenomenal well he played player. well last Man, night he's I, really good again i'm, I'm sitting in my nice my nice warm living room with my laptop watching <laughs> it from the holman feet so i got a chance to listen to the announcement from holman who had by about middle of the second quarter had a lot of respect for that defense oh, yeah. and then it continued throughout the game every once in a while they throw in the weather well you know if the weather wasn't now nah, <laughs> I, I i don't think there would have been much of a change maybe the safety that that Hartford got me. If you know the weather may have had something to do with it. There's a couple of slips. Both teams were playing on the on that field, and Holman had some speed. They did have some speed, but but Hartford matched it. And I'll tell you what, they swarmed to the ball, and there wasn't one kid putting them. They look. I know they weren't holding the kid up and letting all their buddies come and hit him, but man, that was happening a couple <laughs> of times. And I had a lot of respect for for John Raiders and that defense from Hartford. Hey, coach, good win last night against Holman. Well done. Hey, thank you very much. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. Hey, hey, John. We uh, we've been talking a little hard for defense, and uh, you got to be really proud of the way they played last night. Yeah, absolutely. I, first of all, I'm I'm glad you got to enjoy the game from the comfort of your warm oh. house and couch last night. In fact, uh, hey, John, there is there about middle of the third quarter. I said to my wife, "Could you? T- it's maybe getting a little too warm in here. Could you turn that thermostat down a little bit?" <laughs> Well, things were heating up, especially for our defense last night, uh, even though it was snowing the whole game. Um, yeah, you know, you, you you prepare your kids all week. I mean, we talked about the weather. We practiced outside. Uh, we were in the snow, about four inches of it on Thursday, going through some walkthrough stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it played a role in a, a couple things, a couple times where the ball was fumbled because it was slippery and all that, which is going to happen. But, uh, I think what you said was right. I mean, our, our defense uh, matched their speed uh, uh, last night. Uh, you know, again, we, we took an offense that was averaging over 300 yards on the ground, and uh, they had total yardage minus 17 last night. So, we, man, we were just we – were, we were hitting it all uh, with our defense last night. They really, really came and played four quarters of football for us. John, and then there was a couple of plays where your running back hit a seam and, boom, he was gone. And 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 you kind of felt pretty good when it got to fourteen nothing because you knew they, they, I think they tried to throw the ball a couple of times. One was a really nice interception, um, and and you could tell, and you know by looking at their stats, they're not a team that's very comfortable trying to come from behind. Correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, and you know they're uh, they they really try to change their uh, their offensive scheme when they get behind, um, and they're definitely a run oriented team. Um, so you know, again, thought it was. Uh, about an equal playing field as far as running the ball last night. We just happened to hit the seams uh, a little bit better, and our, our guys were able to manage the blocking line of scrimmage and controlling that uh, last night, both offensively and defensively. Hey, uh, Jake Walter, the other part of this that, that when I'm watching this is when there was third and four for Hartford, third and three, you know, second and 12, the quarterback always made a play. He, you know what? He he figured out a way to keep the ball in his hands, and and if they needed three, he got four, and if they needed four, he got five, and he just and he can take a hit. The kids, the kids, a good sized kid, and 
And uh, watching him, he seemed to be, like you said, he seemed to be the difference maker in that game to me last night. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, when you run an offense like Hartford has, you know, opened it up a little bit more than maybe in the past. Um, but he, you have to have a guy. I've always said that. If you want to do spread, you want to do zone, you want to throw the ball around, you better have a guy or it's going to look really bad. And uh, he is definitely – He's the guy. He's, he's an all-state quarterback in my eyes. I mean, he was – he's phenomenal. He makes – like you said, if you wanted, if you need four, he's got five for you. He's going to figure out a way to get those yards to keep the, the chains moving. There, there was one play, and it was a big part of the game, and, and Jake Davis, I'm going to talk to you about this because you've had quarterbacks like this as well, that he was bottled up. And he just put his shoulder down, and he ran over somebody to get that extra yard. It wasn't like he was trying to get out of bounds. He wasn't trying to get real pretty and cute. He just put his shoulder down and ran over a kid to pick up that extra yard, and his teammates just went nuts. Mm -hmm. And he got up and got back to the huddle, and and let's keep going, boys. We're fine. And when you have a quarterback like that 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 owns the huddle – and is willing to do some of the dirty work on his own, that makes a big difference for that team. Makes a huge difference because people will rally around that. That's contagious. That just kind of goes over. Then those other guys around him will make that extra effort and those kind of things. And, and then that football awareness that kids like that have just to know the, the, the heightened sense they have to have in these situations and go after and get everything they can and not just rely on, oh, maybe I'm there or not. I'm going to get everything just to make sure I'm, I got it. And yeah. That's amazing to have. And, and, and to get teams really rally around that. Especially when it's your quarterback, right. I'm and telling that, you. I'm sure yeah. that comes with a certain mindset. And I know Coach Redder, you know, definitely teaches over there. And that kind of stuff you know, is important in this time. You know, the physical stuff is there. But to teach kids how to think through the season and get to that point and be ready for those moments um, is huge. And I know Coach is doing that over in Hartford. So. Hey, hey, John, one of the things we talked about during the break that Jake had brought, Jake Davis had brought up, is he said, look, you know, John Reiters is really involved in the, the, this whole servant leadership stuff and some of the stuff that we're doing on that end. He's come to a couple of things that, that where I've spoken at. Um, that's a big part of, of who you are and who your staff is, correct? Yeah, we, uh, you know, again, we, 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 we're we all about taking care of each other. And, uh, you know, if you take care of yourself, then you can take care of other people. And, uh, you know, we started a program uh, at Hartford called the Hartford All-Stars, which is it started with our football program. It stands for athletes leaning, learning. Excuse me, athletes learning leadership skills together as responsible students. And uh, you know, talk about our quarterback; he's one of our leaders in that group. Um, you know, I think the big part of that, you know, you, you just you're teaching kids life skills. You're teaching them what leadership skills, the character part of, part of it. Um, and Jake Frannell just he just breathes that. Um, and to think. You know, the kids that are underneath them now, some of our other quarterbacks and running backs and seeing his leadership um, and mentoring them right now. I mean, man, he's got it. These kids got it made. They got a great quarterback teaching them. Uh, they got a winning program right now that's successful. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a win-win for everybody for our program. So, again, we're, we're proud of that program. Uh, we try to get as many of our coaches involved in it as we can. Uh, but, you know, you really look for those leaders in your program that are going to make a difference, not just on the field, but, in the community, in the hallways of the building, and uh, you know, uh, it, it 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 just shows our, our community came out the other night. We had 100 people there shoveling our whole football stadium and getting the snow off because they believe in what we're doing, and uh, you know, we're proud of we're proud of what we've got going on here right now in Hartford. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you on that phone call you made for me to come out and shovel. I, you know what? I missed, I missed that one, John. I apologize for not being out there shoveling with those boys. Hey, real quick, have you had a chance to look at Wanakee? Obviously a storied 
you know, Coach Rice and the and the job that they do in Wanakee. It's a proud, proud tradition of of a football program. Have you had a chance to take a look at them at all? Yeah, we've uh, yeah we've been here at school this morning, bright and early, getting ready for that game already. And uh, yeah, they're uh, they're a well coached team as they've always been. Um, you know, they got some great athletes. You know, they're uh, you know again you watch them and compare them to some of the other teams that you've seen on film before, and you know they're they're not missing a beat. They're trying to cover everything. Um, you know, so that just uh, makes the challenge that much more greater. Uh, not a lot of uh, athletes out there that you can really say I'm going to pick on that guy because uh, they're they've got it all. So again, we're we're up for the challenge. Um, but yeah, they've got a good program, and uh, we've got a work cut out for us this week. Jake Walter, you going to that one? You think? Which oh, one? You I, boy, there's it's going to be a lot hard. of good ones. I, I, oh. I feel like I got to go to Burlington, Waukesha West, to support uh, Coach Tenhagen. Since we were in each other's weddings and we played at Whitewater <laughs> together, so yeah. Well, you know three, what? Maybe I'll go out to Hartford up, but... and we'll text each other. Jake, you'll go to one. Yeah. You know what? Here we'll get you to one, and we'll have this whole text <laughs> yeah. thing going. Hey, coach, good luck against Wanaki. I know. Look, I've gotten, I've got a lot of family in Hartford, and I got a lot of friends, and uh, they are really, really proud of you in this football program. And they talk about that these are some nice boys on this team that get after it on the on the field. So, you know what, congratulations, good luck against Wanakee, and I hope to be talking to you next Saturday, Coach. Yeah, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much. You bet, John Redders. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Scott Smith, head football coach, Racine Lutheran. Man, I'll tell you what, Racine Lutheran is really, they got a running back that's ridiculous, and Scott's been around a long time. I look forward to talking to him. We'll also talk to uh, Steve Rux. We'll, we're going to talk to Steve Tenhagen later in the show. Um, Dan Lutz is going to join us. Matt Kern's going to join us, and Greg Brasgill from Lake Country Lutheran. We've got a lot of a lot of coaches to talk to. Um, every all these guys getting ready, they're all tired. I know that Jake Walter and Jake Davis wish they were more tired. Yeah, you know, we say we weren't here; they were still playing, right? Absolutely, absolutely. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, my co-host Ryan McMillan, is out this week. Jake Walter, head coach at Whitefish Bay. Jake Davis, head coach at Germantown. And Garrick Monday, who's a football player at Whitewater High School. Jake Davis, his nephew, is, uh, they're all filling in for Ryan McMillan. Hey, guys, there's really good football at all levels. And uh, in Division Six. Um, Racine Lutheran has been a team that, look, they are always in the conversation when it comes to either Division Five or Division Six. And uh, Scott Smith, their head football coach, is joining us right now. They uh, they got a really good win last night against Cambridge, and uh, now they're getting a chance to play St. Mary Springs. And St. Mary Springs, as you guys know, in Division Five or Division Six, is always in the conversation as well. And this is going to be a Donnybrook down at Racine Lutheran on Friday. Scott Smith, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Hey, congratulations. Good win against Cambridge last night. Uh, did you guys get to enjoy it much, or did you just turn the switch and start looking at St. Mary Springs? Well, i got to be honest. I, we started looking at the the next game right away. We uh, It's a big game for us, and we played them a couple years ago, and, and we went down and scored on them in the first series and got three consecutive penalties and put us 
put ourselves at third and 42 from the 46-yard line. So, uh, you know, and we ended up losing 28-7. to They threw a Hail Mary at the end of the first half, and the kid went over my defensive back, and, and we were down 14 to, to, to 7 then. So, and, and so it gives us a chance at redemption more than anything else. You know, guys, um, if, I bet you if I ask Scott Smith about any of the wins he's had the last four years, he cannot be that detailed as he is about that loss. And I look, as coaches, we sure remember the losses more than the wins. You know that. Hey, Scott, can we talk a little bit about this running back that, that everybody's been talking about? Is he as good a running back as you've had throughout your years at Racine Lutheran? Because you've had some good ones. I've had some great ones, I think, and, and you know, I probably I, I'm guessing eight years ago. I don't re, I, my memory don't go backwards. I try to go forward. But I had Eric Ortel, yep. you know, and he was the state player of the year. Went on to Washington State and had a great career. And, and and Tyler's just a special player. He's a little he runs a little different from the other backs I had, but he's got great vision, and he he can stop on a dime. He takes off and. You know, it's just exciting to watch him as a fan and it's exciting as a coach to say, you know, wow, how did he do that? And so, you know, I'm glad he got the record last night and and put that behind us because he's one of the kids that says, I don't care about the record. I just want to win. And his ultimate goal is to get back to Madison. And, and Springs is, you know, a great challenge for us to see how good we really are. And, and, and so, you know, I'm honored that we're in this position, but I also know these kids have worked for it. No doubt. And, Coach, I don't know. I, I'm sure that your players know the history of St. Mary Springs or at least know that, that this is a, a really good quality opponent. You don't have to worry about them being down 7 nothing or 14 nothing when they get off the bus, though, correct? No, no. The, you know, the, the difference with a team like St. Mary's is you know, they get a guy hurt or they get a guy down. They got just as good a guy in the, you know, coming in to back them up, and they're they're they got so much depth that, you know, it's it's exciting. Now they lost two games, so if people don't realize they didn't have their quarterback or either running back, the first two games a year, and that's what they lost. And one of them's to an undefeated team in Division Five in Am Amherst, and they lost in overtime to them, and they didn't even have their skill positions. Right. Yeah, that's uh, look. He's been doing it a long time. He's not going to change what he's doing up there, and he's going to come at you and run what he runs. And he said, "Look, I just stop it. If you can stop it, stop it. But we're going to do it what we do." Are you guys relatively healthy, Scott? We we are. I, I, we you know the thing is, during the course of this year, I played a lot more players this year to try to stay healthy. I knew I would be in the state playoffs. I knew I had a pretty good team. There. There's three games that I had got 46 players, every kid on my roster, in the game. And so I was, I've been able to rotate the kids a little bit more. Um, and, and, hopefully, and, and it helped us to stay healthy. We are healthy, but Springs is a great football team. And, you know, they, they would have had a shot at winning state, you know, the state title in Division Five, Right. And now we're on six. So we'll see what happens. You know, we got our hands full. Hey, Coach, where will that game be played on Friday? It's going to be played at Union Grove High School on the turf. Okay. So th- th- does that benefit any team? Does, does one team have more more speed than the other team, in your in your opinion? I really, I've heard this, their running backs phenomenal also. 
Okay. And 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 so I really haven't looked at that many films. To be honest, I've been laying down because I'm so sore from shoveling snow. Hey, Scott, that's awesome. Hey, listen, we really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. At Union Grove, Friday night at 7 against St. Mary Springs. Good luck. I hope I'm calling you next week as well. So do I. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You got it, uh, Scott Smith. Okay. Guys, if you don't know him, he's just one of the good guys out there, and he gets after it, and they've had a lot of success in that football program at lower levels. Um, and 46 players is a lot for a school that size. And, um, man, he, he's he got a lot of energy. His son's on his staff. His son played for him years ago. And he does things the right way. And they, they, they just come in, and, and I've seen him play a couple of times. And they, they get after it. They hit you pretty hard. And a lot of kids, as, as Gary was talking about playing both ways, a lot of their kids go both ways. And uh, it's, it's interesting where he said, look, there are games I've, I've gotten all 46 in because I'm understanding that we gotta, we're going to make the playoffs. Let's make sure that we stay healthy when we get there. The tough part is St. Mary Springs was right on that bubble. You know, and you're thinking, okay, if there are four, you know what? If there are five, then we're okay. And they get dropped to six with some of the things that happen. They're right at the end, too. You know, right at the end, a couple of things happen where all of a sudden Catholic Memorial goes to a four. Springs goes to a uh, from a five to a six. And we're seeing Lutherans like, man, okay. You, you know, because Division Six, there's not a lot of them around here. So you look at who we're seeing Lutherans had to play. Ozaki and Cambridge and now St. Mary Springs. It's not like, you know, Brook Central, Brook East or New Berlin Eisenhower, New Berlin West. They're, you know, you're traveling or they're traveling now. And and uh, thank goodness they can use that turf field at, at Union Grove for sure. Um, do you guys look at, at Division 7, 6, 5 very, very often? No, I, I'm not as familiar with that. You kind of stick around where you're teams you're going to play and looking at in different situations. So if I ask you to break down the Abbotsford-Coleman game, not I, going to I be doing that? I not help you much with that, unfortunately. When I used to come in the morning show, uh, when it was Mike Wicked and Chuck Freeman, I'd say, hey, guys, here's the games that, you know, and sure enough, Chuck Freeman would always pull something like, you know, hey. Um, so, McGivern, I know uh, last question. Tell me about that Blackhawk uh, uh, Ridge, Ridge, uh, River Ridge game. And I'd say, look, Blackhawks running back, the kid who really went off last year, he's a junior, he's got a high ankle sprain, and probably not going to play tonight. And the quarterback's a little dinged up, but I think they got a chance. We go to a break, and he'd go, Do you? I go, no, I completely lied. I have no idea. I told you not to ask me any of that. And, and people would be texting me going, dude, you really are the high school insider. I'm like, man, complete lie, 100% lie. Guys, let's get through a break. Other side of the break, Steve Rucks from uh, Waukesha West, and Paul Bear from uh, Lakeside Luther. We can get two guys in uh, in one segment. Um, this is a great show. I, I, I always like having Jake Walter and Jake Davis in studio with me. I know they'd prefer to be getting ready to to get uh, to play level three, but I got him. And Garrett Monday, who is a Whitewater High School kid, is in studio as well. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's live, come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right, nice job, fellas. Presented by...
by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. By the way, guys, Wendy's is our title sponsor. And what you get for coming in today, including you, young man, is a bunch of Wendy's free combo meals. You can take them home, use them for your family, use them for your staff. I'm available. Nobody's ever really asked me, Gary. You and I get along pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a Wendy's right around the corner. If you want to buy me lunch, you just let me know because I'd be your best friend at that point. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need one? I don't, but if you do, I can. Oh. Yeah, you let me know. Hey, guys, would it surprise you if I told you that the Southern Lakes is thinking about putting Steve Rux in their Hall of Fame? <laughs> I think he's 8-0 or 9-0. 8-0, 9-0, something like that, man. Steve Rux, this is the time of year his teams just start playing extremely well, and I always think that that's a sign of a really well-coached team. Coach Rux from Waukesha West is joining us. Coach, good win last night against a quality Wilmot opponent that you guys uh, beat up pretty good. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, I thought our defense played extremely well. They've really played great the last two weeks. And, uh, you know, we had some weather, and uh, but the kids got after it, and they played really well. Coach, did uh, that 35 points that you guys scored, did you throw the ball a lot last night? Did you run the ball? Did you have a combination of the two? Well, we uh, we threw it 25 times. Okay. And uh, Brooks was 18 for 25. Um, we had uh, one of our running backs ran for about 100 yards and had 16 carries. You know, I – I think we have to be really balanced. That's who we are this this year. You bet. And uh, and our defense is playing so well. I think they had, I think they had two first downs in the whole game. Wow! And that <laughs> look, Wilmot was they put up some big numbers this year in the Southern Lakes Conference, Coach. And that off, I I've had a couple of good people that have gone to games and said, look, offensively they got a lot of speed. That quarterback is a little bit. He he's really good, right? Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. He's got great speed. He's also playing corner, so he's playing on both sides of the ball. But, uh, you know, our defensive line really, I think, on the line of scrimmage, and our inside linebackers were flying to the football. Um, we went through a stretch in the middle part of the season where we had some guys that were injured, um, especially on our defensive line, and those guys are healthy now. So I think we're getting healthy right at the right time, and we know that there's going to be really tough opponents, starting with Burlington this week. I know they're a fine football team and they're well coached. So um, we get our hands full, and we just, you know, we got to make sure we keep keep getting better and and uh, stay focused and and make sure we we're efficient on what we do offensively. And um, you know, we turned the ball over three times yesterday. I think we had three interceptions and. We'll make sure that we we don't do that moving forward if we want to continue to advance. Hey, Jake, you're, like you said, Steve Tenhagen st- stood up in your your white, and you stood up in his. Um, they beat a really good Waterford team last night that they're very obviously familiar with, and people thought that this was the year that Waterford. Look, I had people saying to me, Waterford people saying this is the year that they they exercise that demon with Waukesha West, and I said, well, they got to get there, and they were kind of like, well feel pretty good about us getting there and I think they're going to get there and so you look past somebody like a Burlington who's well coached and can throw the ball a little bit and they score so they got they you know they got stuck on that and so now it's Burlington coming in 
You're pretty good friends with Ten Hagen. Is he going to sleep at all this yeah, week? He's, or? He, he's he was fired up last night. Um, talked to him for a little bit, and uh, they had a little rough patch in the middle of the year yep. with injuries, um, and they got everyone healthy at the end of the year. And I mean, they're pretty well balanced as well. It should be, you know, it's going to be a good, uh, definitely a good game. And obviously, um, I that matchup with Waukesha West Burlington, I don't think has happened. I don't think um, so. Mm-mm. You know, so that, that it's an and Steve Ruggs would know. Have you played Burlington ever, Coach? No, no, we never have. Um, but I'd say for the last six years, six or seven years, we've scrimmaged against them. So we know them, okay. you know, from the early part of the year. And, uh, and they're a really good football team. They're scrappy, tough kids, and, and very sound on both sides of the ball. So, you know, I think it will be a great football game. And, uh, you know, I think Steve does a great job down there. And um, it should be a great game. Man, well, Coach, I really appreciate your time. Um, good luck against – you guys get them at home. Uh, good luck next week against uh, against Burlington. And I hope to be uh, texting you Saturday morning once again to see if you'll come on and give us a few minutes. Thank you, Mike. You bet. That's Steve Rex, head football coach at Waukesha West. Do you think uh, – we're going to make another call and get a, get a hold of the head football coach at Lakeside Lutheran here in a minute – um, Jake, did, did you th- do you think that uh, Ten Hagen was pretty confident going to Waterford, or did you? I mean, he knew yeah, he, he had actually, his hands yeah, full. He he knew what happened earlier in the year, um, but with a couple guys down, he said they were they had a really good game plan. They were confident, and uh, you know they have. I mean, Waterford has two of the best running backs in the they state. They do, and I agree with you. I was one of those guys that thought Water uh, Waterford was going to make a run to the state. You know, that was one of right. my preseason picks for D two. And uh, of course, he's got to upset that, which is fine with me. But yeah, that's okay uh, with you. But <laughs> yeah, he was—he was confident going in. You know, it was interesting. This was three, four, five weeks ago, where I would run into somebody from Waterford, and they'd go, "Look, I think this is the year that they exercise that Waukesha West team and those running backs." And I was like, you know, that you—you're not going to see them right off the right out of the jump and, and in the playoffs. And then once the brackets came out. I was getting that, too, from a couple of people from Waterford going, look, I think this is the year. I don't know if Waukesha West, these running backs, boy, they, they get after it. We've got some nasty kids up front getting after kind of water style, you know, Adam Bakken style, and then Burlington got them. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd be interested to know from, from their staff if, if any of these players maybe started looking past. Like, we beat Burlington a couple of weeks right. ago without much problem. That seems to happen a lot in the playoffs. Like you said, Jake, with Brook Central Brook East, same yeah. thing, you know. A few weeks ago, Brook Central and Brook East shut them out twenty to nothing. So it's yeah. pretty good. I, I'm looking forward to talking to Ten Hagen. Do you yeah. think off the air he's got some inside stories on you that you don't want me to know about? <laughs> no, none at all. No, you're such uh, a liar. You were. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That the angel at Whitewater is different than a real angel, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we got to be careful. We're Tom. We got to. We got to. Senior yeah, in high school here. Water, yeah. We got to make sure that he knows we're all good boys over here. Hey, speaking of good boys, head football coach at Lakeside Lutheran. Hey, Paul Bear, he uh, got a nice win, an upset win in some people's eyes against the number one seed Evansville last night. Uh, they win 14 to 6. Hey, Paul, congratulations. Good win for you. Thank you very much. Hey, coach, can we talk a little bit about uh, about your team? We haven't had John uh, before, but two, certain, two of the uh, teams in your conference. In that capital north, uh, Lake Mills beat my Martin Luther Spartans last night, and you're still playing. Um, how good was that conference this year? Um, pretty tough, I think. Um, 
we had a real close game with Columbus. They made the playoffs, and Lodi's always a good team. Lake Mills was exceptional this year. So I think uh, Capital North was a pretty strong conference. Hey, I've got uh, um, two of the boys, one boy that, that graduated a couple years ago, uh, Cade and his brother Ian. Um, I've known those boys for a long time. And uh, I know Ian had a touchdown last night. That had to feel really good for, for him, and that was a big score for you guys. And Cade was one of those tough guys that, you know, would block and carry the ball and hit people when, whenever you needed to. Um, a lot of those types of kids uh, going to Lakeside Lutheran, correct? Well, those are a couple of good uh, farm boys. Yeah. I, I, you know <laughs> and, what? Uh, they, they get their athletic ability from their mama's side, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Mon- no, I'm only kidding. Monty was a heck of an athlete, and he's a good dad. He's a good friend of mine. And and uh, those kids are all look you right in the eye, shake your hand, yes sir, no sir, and and do the things the right way. Um, Coach, you guys are right across the street from Lake Mills. So there's some really good football being played up in your area right now. Well, especially across the street. They were a powerhouse. They are a, a powerhouse this year. And uh, we're just kind of enjoying a little bit of a roll here. Well, it's a great time yeah. to get on a roll, Coach. i got to tell you that. Um, what do you know about River Valley? Have you gotten a chance to break down some film on them? Are you familiar with them? Yeah. We played them in the playoffs last year, and I've watched a little film on them this morning. Um, they're, they're real stout defensively. Uh, I think they'll be the, the most uh, – the physically strongest team that we've faced all year. Wow. Well, that's saying something because you've played some some strong ones. Um, that's for sure. I was at your last game last year, Coach, uh, when it was about 20 below. And and uh, the, the the AD in, at uh, Waukesha North was kind enough. Actually, the head football coach, Matt Harris, kind enough to get me up in the press box because I'm too soft to be out in that kind of weather. And you guys gave Racine St. Catharines all they could handle. They went on to win a state championship. Coach, this year's team, is it as talented, do you think, as, as that team you had last year? Well, I, I hate to, to say no, <laughs> but... Because uh, there was a lot of talent. Team. Yep. Last year was a senior-laden team, and uh, we're, we're junior-heavy this year. So we're kinda, it's kind of unexpected uh, for us to, to be where we're at right now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it in the same category as that team last year. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think a lot of people had you um, beaten Evansville. And, and you know what, Coach, since you guys are on this roll, you might as well take care of, uh, of River Valley and just keep moving on, right? Oh, we'd, be, we'd be real happy with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, I really appreciate a couple of minutes of your time, Paul. Uh, good luck on Friday. You guys travel to River Valley uh, to play the number two seed uh, who beat Edgerton 46-3. to and uh, you guys beat Evansville 14-6. to six. Uh, Good luck, safe travels, you guys, and, and hopefully I'll be calling you next week as well. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. So, guys, when you get a team like he had a year ago that got to, to level four and lost to Racine St. Catharines, they had the ball, um, Lakeside did, down the stretch, and, and they could have gotten in. It went to overtime, and they, they I think it went to overtime. They ended up losing and they had a lot of seniors on that team that left, and I don't think too many people gave them much hope this year in that conference, and they just kept plugging along, and um, now they, they upset the number one seed, and this River Valley team, like you said, is a big, strong team. You know, you got to feel pretty good, but since you're on the roll, you don't want it to end. 
you don't want these kids to all go all of a sudden, well, we're not as good as last year's team. So I knew I knew he wouldn't answer that question that I had mm-hmm. for him. But, boy, I'll tell you what, that's a really good community. They're right across the street from Lake Mills. So the public school kids go to Lake Mills, and then the private school kids that are looking for a Lutheran education, they come from outside that area, and there's no love lost there. <laughs> Not like they like each other a whole lot. And so when they play basketball or play football against each other, it's packed, you can't get in. But what that does is gets you ready for stuff like this. Who's your team like that? Homestead? Yeah, I would say um, for our kids since yeah. they've been there. Um, it's always everything was built to um, try to to battle Homestead sure. and see where, where it goes there. I've tried to uh, lessen that just because I didn't want that to be our Super Bowl and all be all. Right. Um, obviously, um, you know, they won more than we have anyways. I mean, I think we're two and seven or so. In the last eight nine years, it's, and that's hard, Jake, because they, they've won the conference just so many years. Right. So they're going to be the team that yeah. you're going to hunt. Right. Uh, how about you? Uh, still could be homestead a little bit. But yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> but we're getting that one back on the schedule next year too. Um, so that'll be exciting. But I think in our in our conference right now, you know, Marquette's one our kids really want to get after it for sure. That's one that they uh, they circle on the calendar and look look for, and, and uh, that's that's been a battle for us going through. So yeah. But it's, it's hard. We're so centrally located within things that. You know, we got Sussex, Menominee Falls is, is the closest in proximity. That's one that's growing for us too, as well. So. Gary, how about for you? When you look at your schedule um, for Whitewater, who is that? Uh, we're always circling Jefferson. You um, don't like Jefferson much? No, no. Uh, well, you know they got good guys over there, but it's kind of been forever with between our schools. I think we're the closest, um, like distance. Yeah. Through. Have and, you had uh, success against them? Not for football. For, no. But. Uh, other sports, yeah, especially for baseball, we it's a, bit, a little bit tighter rivalry there. But for football, um, they, until recently, they've kind of been a powerhouse in our conference. So, um, and we we've just been building our program back up. Last year, we gave them a run for their money. Okay. Um, this year, it fell apart a little bit. We didn't have one of our backs. Um, so, but yeah, it was Jefferson. Yeah, you know what? I look as a, as a player back a zillion years ago, and as a coach, I liked those. You know, they, they, your, your heart rate's going a little bit different. I know this. I remember I was on the on the sidelines for the Homestead one. You remember what you said to me, Jake, before the game? Hey, if yeah. I had one game left, if I had a little <laughs> eligibility, I'd put, I, I, could, I could play in this one right Double now. Carries, right. Get me a uniform. I'd play. <laughs> two or three yeah, for you. Two or three, I'm done. I could, play, I could play right now. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break. Um, we're going to talk about the toughest, speaking of Homestead, toughest loss of the week. A new uh, segment for us brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness. We're going to talk to Dan Lutz, head football coach at Menominee Falls. If you want to know who we're going to pick as toughest loss of the week, that gives you a pretty good idea. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Sometimes we give it our best. We compete as hard as we can. We give it 100% and still come up on the losing side. Let's take a look at the toughest loss of the week. Brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness Clinic. So, boys, uh, toughest loss of the week, and it brought to you by, again by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness. They're, they're a new sponsor, and I'm, I'm going through that program with them. And... Uh, before we get to Dan Lutz, head football coach from Menominee Falls, 
So I started this journey trying to lose some weight and did it uh, on my own, lost 45. Felt pretty good about it and lost, just completely lost focus, gained 10. And then I went to the to this place because Allie Faith, our Kiss Morning Show girl, lost 150 pounds. And I thought, boy, I just need I need somebody to hold me accountable. And so I went over there, met with them, and down f- another 45 in 12 weeks with them. So 80 total. But these guys do it right. And, and the part about going in every Thursday to get up on that scale has been an incredible holding me accountable. They give you a, a bunch of knowledge. They have a chef there. You can order some food from them. And they, they uh, first couple weeks I walked in kind of with my head down, like a little embarrassed, like, you know, we're men. We take care of this stuff on our own. We can do, I can do this. But I've tried 100 times. And you know what? I, I do great. And then all of a sudden I take my off the ball and, and, uh, and then it go, I go right back to where I was and I didn't want that to happen. So I've been doing this with, they have two locations. Been doing it in the Oak Creek location. They have a scene location as well. And if you heard last week's segment, the owner of uh, medical weight loss and wellness was in, she was unbelievable. The passion they have to help people get healthy is incredible. And I want to thank them a lot. So if you guys, anybody else out there that has interest in this, go to their website again, Medical Weight Loss and Wellness, Oak Creek Racine, or call me here. I'll tell you all about it. You want to hear about it? I know this. I do better when other people hold me accountable on stuff. And and, uh, it's been successful so far for me. i got a long way to go, but so far, so good. Biggest, uh, toughest loss in high school football to me was Homestead last night. You know, defending state champion, um, and uh, that's the only state champion that's that's gotten beat so far. And for them to go to Menominee Falls, Dan Lutz does a great job. Um, and, and congratulations certainly to him and his team. But I think the toughest loss of the week would be for Dave Keel and the boys at, at Homestead. Dan Lutz, congratulations. Falls is still rolling. Thanks, man. It was a really, really fun night last night. Boy, I'll tell you, you know, we had this conversation, Coach, last week about, you know, the Homestead kids get off the bus. You know, state champion Homestead. Your kids aren't aren't going to back down. They're not going to. It's not going to get in their kitchen. And you said, "No, man, my kid, no, that kid's just going to come out and play." And you got up twelve nothing, like right off the jump, correct? Yeah, yeah, we had some really big plays early again, um, and that that helped us. And you know, we knew Homestead was going to make run, come back, and they did. We weathered the storm. I was really proud of our defense. We we had to play without Brett Borum last night, who's really a big piece of our defense, and. Kids stepped up and, and made plays, and we got it done as a team. Hey, Jake, you said, "Ooh, what?" Yeah, well, that's that's a, that's a big piece of their defense, and that's that's really you know adds to you know how how amazing that win is for you guys too to, to do that do that. So good job. Did coach. he get dinged up, Dan, or what? Yeah, he got dinged up. He had a head injury uh, yeah. against Cedarburg, and you know it's one of those things. You just he's got to sit out, and just, somebody else has got to step up. And I was really proud of the defense that we were able to limit them the way that we did. How well? Uh, what to, does it? Do you have any idea if he's going to be available to play against Brook East? I don't know. You know how those things go. I don't know, and that's up to the medical people. And yep. We'll see how it goes throughout Dan, the week. But. I, I'll tell you this, man. The last few years, you have been without some key players at key times, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, this this team is different. You know, I mean, we're a team, and. When the kids found out about it, they, you know, the kids tell me, we got a coach, don't worry, you know, and I, and I trust them. And they're just a fantastic team all the way around. Hey, I know you you caught uh, some smack about not playing your starters against Waukesha West. 
<laughs> so, and we've had this conversation, Dan, but, you know, if you had to do it all over again, how would you handle it? I'd do it the same way. I'd do it the same way, Mike. I mean, we have a lot of kids that play both ways. We were really dinged up, and, you know, I have to do what's right for the best for our program at that moment in time, and that that's what was best for us. And I think the results have kind of proved that out as the season's gone on. Jake Walter, did you hear any of this? Yeah, I there, there was know, we, some. We, I think all the coaches talked about it, and I I agree. I mean, especially in that situation where they were um, in the in the season, if you're banged up, it's a, it's a non-conference game in the middle it really of the year. Doesn't matter, um, and you can get a, a week to get healthy. That's a great job, coach. Dan and these seniors came in and sat in the studio the next day, right? And he and he when I said you want to come in, he goes, Yeah, I'll come in, but you better understand what's going on. We're I'm we're going to come in after getting our we might get our butt kicked. And I go, what are you talking about? He said, we're not playing any starters. And I said, really? And when they came in, I asked these seniors, and they were like, we weren't happy in the beginning. But understand, our our goal was to win the conference. This isn't going to – neither – this game doesn't matter. Our number one goal is win conference, get through the playoffs, get to camp around, and win a state championship. This game in the middle of the year has nothing to do with any of that. Might hurt us seating-wise, but don't worry. Dan was like, I'm okay with that. We'll figure it out, but we're going to sit these kids. And, there, man, another radio station guy went crazy on him, other coaches. There was a lot of people talking about it. And I said, call him. You want to call him? I'll tell you this. At the end of the year, he's going to say I, I would do it the same because he was really had such conviction over doing it that way. Hey, Coach, when Brookfield East you're really familiar with, obviously. Oh, yeah. Ben does a great job. And we had a dogfight in our first game. It was 9-7. And I expect nothing short of that next week. Yeah, I I agree. They um, they certainly are a team that that I was a little surprised at the final score, Coach. I have to be honest with you, but for them to go beat Brook Central, they play each other twice a year, every single year, but to shut them out that that's where that surprised me. And that defense is playing pretty well for them. Yeah, you know Ben's had a history of, of doing well in the playoffs against them. Um, yeah, losing in the regular season, then coming back and beating them in the playoffs. So I. I wasn't that surprised. They did score a lot of points against their defense. I thought Central's defense was pretty good, but uh, I'm not surprised about the result. I mean, Ben does a great job, and we're looking forward to that opportunity. Hey, Dan, thanks a lot. Um, I appreciate it. Hopefully I'll be texting early next Saturday morning to see if I can get you on again. <laughs> I would really look forward to that. I hope that happens, Mike. boy. That's Dan Lutz. He is uh, – the, uh, the toughest loss week is Homestead for me. Uh, the medical weight loss and wellness, uh, thank you for sponsoring uh, that segment. Before we get to a break, Steve Tenhagen, head football coach, and he stood up in Jake Walter's wedding. That's the key right there. Man, what a good win last night, Coach. Well done. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks. Hey, man, so, you know, this Waterford team, I'm telling you, Coach, and I was telling these guys that I had gotten a lot of people from Waterford throughout the year saying to me, look, this is the year that I think Waterford exercises that demon and gets past Waukesha West. And I said, well, you, you know, there's a lot of games, man. You, you're not going to see them early in the playoffs. And they said, no, I think we'll be okay. We, we got a chance to, to get to state this year, and this is the year we get past Waukesha West. And, man, Burlington stepped up, and, and, and you guys beat them last night. Obviously, your game plan um, worked out really well. That sure did. I mean, uh, we, our defense played really well last night. And obviously, um, earlier in the year, we were struggling a little bit defensively with getting some stops. And some of the kids that we didn't play uh, 
on defense. Some of our offensive players played uh, have played the last couple of weeks, and you know we talked about it all year. I mean, we had a number of positions to fill, and um, you know they they they've really adjusted, and uh, we've we've definitely made progress throughout the years. So played well defensively, obviously, to hold that that team to uh, to 16 points or 14 or whatever they had. So. Yeah. Hey, Steve, it's Jake. Uh, great win last night. Um, I guess one thing that everyone talks about with Waterford is they know they always have, I mean, they had two tremendous running backs and they always have a couple good skill guys, but the difference that everyone outside of the Southern Lakes talks about is how many wrestlers and strong kids and in the trenches that they usually dominate. So I guess my question is, is how? Do, I mean, you guys obviously must have matched up pretty well inside um, offense and defensive line to, to slow those guys down. Yeah, we definitely we, we we played great up front, and we talked about it all week, you know. And and this week, I, you know, we talked about just believing that that we can compete with this team, and 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 our kids definitely did that, and and they're tough kids, and we've lost at the line of scrimmage for several years against them, and and you know, talking with Coach Bakken after the game, and you know, our our kids definitely played well at at the first level, and we talked first level all week long from the standpoint of getting our backs through first level without being touched and then our first level defense getting hands on their running backs because when they get to second and third level they're uh they're extremely dangerous so our kids bought into that and we uh we did a good job you know even if they weren't making the tackle up front they're getting hands on guys that uh that slowed them down a little bit so that was our game plan and the kids executed it well we're talking to Steve Tenhagen, head football coach at Burlington. Got a good, really good win last night. Uh, they played it with Stosha Central. They beat Waterford. And now they're uh, they're coming up this way Friday to uh, play a, a really good Waukesha West team. Um, Steve, have you had a chance to take a look? I know you guys, Steve Ruck said, look, we, we've scrimmaged them uh, the last few years. So we know um, how good Burlington is. Have you had a chance to take a look at any game film here the last uh, few hours on Waukesha West? Yeah, I have. I'm actually doing it right now until the phone call came. So obviously, we know they're a good, they're a great team, and they play in a great league. And um, you know, they beat up a conference opponent last night. And you know, we uh, we know that they run the ball well traditionally through the years. And the quarterbacks very talented. They some talented receivers, and they played. You know, they play solid defense. You know, we're looking forward to uh, the challenge and. You know, when anytime you get to level three and there's eight teams left in the state, division two, or any at any division, you know, it's a good football game. So you're going to play a good football team. And our kids are just playing with confidence right now. And, you know, like I said earlier, we've come a long way and you know, we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity. Hey, if I come down when I get off the air and, and help you break down some film, can you uh, give me some inside stories on Jake Walter and what he was like <laughs> in college or? <laughs> Absolutely. Come on down. I mean, yeah. Make sure that's off camera, please. Yeah, you know, I'm going to record this stuff and use it if Jake did, you know, if he doesn't do the stuff I need him to do. Steve Tenhagen, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. Good luck Friday night at Walk Show West. Appreciate it, guys. You got okay. it. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, man, he would have some stories, wouldn't he? Yeah, a couple. Aren't you happy that uh, some of these iPhones weren't around back oh, then? My. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> my. 
Oh, talk to those coaches all the time. It's like, yeah. Hey, how good of a player was Tenhagen? He was good. He was phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. He had some of the best hands. I mean, I remember we came in at the same year in Whitewater and you know, matching up with him in one-on-ones, and you could be draped all over him. He just Boom. sucked the ball in. I mean, He'd he, catch it. Yeah, great hands, man. He, I think senior year he had 17, 15, 16, 17 touchdowns. Wow. At D3 level, man. He's I mean, come in he's, studio a couple of times. And I've had I've had a pick-and-save student athlete of the week a couple of times where I'd have to go down and – Man, I like him. Yeah, he he's uh, he's a good guy, yeah, he and he gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets all this stuff, and he's still excited about it. And Burlington, uh, you know, he went home to coach there, yeah. and you can go home. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Yeah. Get you a break. Other side of the break, I think one of the better stories of the year is Matt Kern and that staff at Berlin Eisenhower, and and uh, still playing typical Eisenhower fashion, and some of the stuff that he had to go through, and his staff and players in school went through this year, and and the fact that they're still standing. And getting a chance to to uh, to make some noise uh, here next week, and and I'll tell you what, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know a ton about Plymouth. I know they're really good, but man, I wouldn't bet against Eisenhower this time of year. That's for sure. Let's talk to Matt Kern on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Jake Walter, head coach at Whitefish Bay. Garrick Monday, he's a Whitewater High School player. Said him first, Jake Davis, because, you know. I noticed. Yeah, did you notice that? And then Jake <laughs> Davis, head coach at, at, Germ- mad, huh? at Germantown. Still a little touchy with you, man. Right, you know, right, you know how right. that goes. Jeremy Monday, who's Garrett's dad, is uh, here as well. He's sitting on the couch and hanging out a little bit. You know, I just uh, – right at the end of the last break, I told you that uh, I I, th- I think Matt Kern and his staff, to keep that thing together on some of the stuff that they went through in the beginning was an unbelievable job. And they're rolling. And uh, they, 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 they got New Berlin West, who was an awfully good football team, a really good, well-coached team. They uh, – they got beat. Uh, they beat them last night, twenty-one thirteen, after losing to them in the regu- regular season. And now they get a chance to play at home against the number two seed Plymouth. We're joined by the head football coach at New Berlin Eisenhower, Matt Kern. Hey, coach, congratulations! What a good win for you guys last night. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it really was. It was. Uh, it was quite a good football game overall, and, and kind of the style of game we expected that you would think you're going to get at level two of the playoffs so we were definitely happy to get out of there with a win for sure yeah they, they look nothing you can't take anything against the back against the Berlin west they had a great season and they they were putting up numbers running the ball like uh, nobody had seen from a new berlin west team maybe ever and you guys were able to to, to hold them to 13 points matt can you talk a little bit about your defense yeah we we really challenged them on on what we were going to see this week. And, and like you said, I mean, New Berlin West is the type of team with Siegel running the ball the way he does and, and their scheme uh, and just doing what it does that you kind of know what's coming, but it's still a challenge to stop it. So uh, our message to our kids all week was it's really not about yards. It's about, it's about points. And, and you know, they, they put up some yards. We were fortunate enough to get a goal line stand early in the game and, and they missed a field goal on that drive. So, so that helped. And, um, you know, we had a few, other bend but don't break type situations where we were able to to get off the field defensively. So I, I think you know, if you had told me before the game that we were going to give up 13, I would have taken that. 
Yeah, 100%. And, Coach, you know, I've talked about your staff and the job you guys have done, you know, off the field this year. But on the field, this is a staff that there isn't anything you guys haven't seen together. you got a really veteran staff and some really good high school football coaches on that staff. Coach, did you see it coming down the stretch that you thought maybe at the end of the year you'd be playing your best football? Well, we hope to be. I mean, you, you kind of made mention of some of the stuff that we went through in the middle of the season, and, and you know, that was something that was, uh, you know, you don't, you're, not, you're not trained for that situation, and you're not really uh, sure how you're going to want to get get a team through that and deal with that. So I, I think if you had asked me in the middle of the season kind of what our goals were, I think our goals were more day-to-day at that point in the season, and let's just, let's just live to fight for this upcoming Friday. And, um, you know, we thought – if, if we could get through that tough stretch in the middle of the season that, that there was a chance that by the end of the year here we could be playing our best football and, and kind of getting some guys back and, and feeling fresh. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm super proud of our staff and our kids to, to handle the challenges of this year the way that they have. And for us to be sitting here at level three uh, with one loss, uh, I, I feel pretty good about that. Hey, Jake Davis, and, and look, we as coaches have, have gone through maybe not what Matt Kern and his guys went through, but but similar, you know, where, where some things happen in the middle of the season, beginning of the season. As Gary talked about, they, they missed some kids in the beginning of the season. Um, we've all been through that, but this thing that they went through was, was you know, it was bigger. It was news and, and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, and you're talking about a real core of their players that 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 were out for a little bit, um, you got to as other coaches throughout this area, you've got to look at the job that that staff did and that team did, where they came together as a group and said, "Okay, next man up, we just have to get through this thing," and 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 have a lot of respect for that. I do, and I, I think that's you know a great thing. You guys came out of that. It's tough. I mean, you can only control the things you control, so you got to kind of move forward in those situations and and, uh, and go through adversity. You guys definitely did that. So it's com- uh, you know compliments to you, coach, on that part of it. And it's just it's tough. Those situations arise, and you just have to keep moving forward. That's really I think why football is such a great game. You, you come up with adversity. Those things happen, and I think you train for that week in and week out, and go through those situations. You say, coach, you might not a uh, you know train for those situations, but I think you, you really probably were more than you, th- you think you were going through that. Because obviously you came out of it pretty well, and, and you and your staff and your kids did a great job of that. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. And I think one thing that we leaned on a bit here this year was, you know, we've had, uh, you know, the kids on our team this year have been part of a lot of success the last few years. And I think because of that, they have expectations on themselves that they're going to be successful. So I think as we played a number of kids that maybe weren't expected to get a ton of varsity reps or that were not as experienced at the varsity level, I think while we as coaches were uncertain on what we were going to see, I think as kids they – they didn't think anything of it. They just kind of stepped in and said, hey, it's, it's my turn to come up and play and perform. And, and we had a number of kids step in and, and do just that. And you know, I think that's what really helped us to get through this period. Hey, real quick, Matt, before we let you go, um, hey, Plymouth, right? You, you know about yep. Plymouth. Oh, yeah. You know, you know them up close and personal, right? Well, they're practically a conference opponent. Right yeah. now. <laughs> We've been playing them. Um, we played them the last five years. Yep. And if you look at the history of those five, it's always been a week one game, which is always an unpredictable situation for both teams. And so we played them week one the last five years. They've been some unbelievable games. including Incredible games. Yeah, really. I mean, we had uh, a game, our our team that went to Madison two years ago, we we had a great game with them. And uh, the prior year, 2016, we had a game, we were down 29 points and almost came back to win. And 
this year's game was decided on a field goal with under a minute left. And so we've had some, some wild ones with them. So if we get anything even approaching that on Friday, it's going to be a pretty memorable night. Hey, do you know, um, will that game be played at Eisenhower? That's the hope. You know, our fields, like a lot of the grass fields in the area, took a beating with the weather uh, on Thursday. And so our building and grounds people did an awesome job trying to get that field ready for last night, but it just wasn't going to happen. So um, if, if we get a little luck here with the weather this week and we can get it dried out, um, you know, we definitely want to play that game at Eisenhower on Friday. Well, good luck, and I'm sure they'll make that decision Wednesday or Thursday. Um, do you know, is Wisconsin Lutheran College open again for Friday night? I'm not sure what the backup plan would be for Friday, but um, our athletic director, Kevin Fitzgerald, he does an awesome job kind of working the, the area of turf fields to see what's available and what's out there. So I'm sure that we'll have a backup plan if we need one for sure. Well, I'm pretty sure the one backup plan that you're not going to go with is going to Plymouth. So don't do that, Matt. <laughs> you're too you're too smart of a guy for that. Hey, you know how I feel about you and your staff and your kids, and congratulations. Good luck next week against Plymouth. All right. Thanks again, Mike. Appreciate it. You got it. That's Matt Curran, head football coach in Verlin Eisenhower. Guys, we've all been through that stuff. Jake, I know you have, and I and certainly, mm-hmm. you know, Gary, we talked about you as, as a player this year that you've been through it. This thing got a lot of publicity. They got, you know, a lot of stuff going on. And, and the, look, their staff is, you know, like he said, we're, you're not ready, you're not prepared for that. Well, he might be able to train. Um, a whole uh, bunch of people on it now. So well, I think, and our kids talk about it. I'm sure you know a lot of teams do. How you respond to different situations that occur, you know. And I think you know that those that respond better in situations like that are the ones that can be successful. And you could easily go the other way and respond in a way where everybody's against us. We can't do this. We don't do it. They obviously did not go in that nope. direction, which is you know, awesome to see that that there's kids out there and teams out there, coaches that are, they're getting good responses out of these situations. you got to take what you can from it. You know, and I, I talked to Matt off the record, and, and I'm not sharing anything that, that I shouldn't share, but, you know, his concern was that, you know, our, first of all, these kids that we're going to have to play, are they prepared? I loved what he said. Our kids are just like, oh, okay, we'll just play. We're New Berlin Eisenhower. We've had a lot of success here lately, so if i got to step up and play more, then don't worry about it, coach. I got you. That kind of stuff, and you got to commend that, and I, I certainly hope that uh, they play well. That Plymouth game, like you said, the last three years we've had guys at that game, and the one they were down twenty nine, and they had a chance, I think, to kick a field goal at the end to win it. They were down twenty nine, like in the fourth quarter. It's not like they were down twenty nine in the middle of the second quarter. It's the fourth quarter, and they just, you know, they hit an onside kick, they score, they, and got right back to it. And our guy was calling and going, "You're not going to believe what's going on here." And uh, they almost won that thing, and they've had really good games with them. Let's get to a break. The other side of the break, head football coach, Lake Country Lutheran. Haven't had him on for a bit. I look forward to the conversations I have with Greg. He's a heck of a heck of a football coach and a really good program at Lake Country Lutheran. We'll talk to Greg on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. So um, we gave away the coupon, right, the free combo meals. I didn't give any of the student-athlete because that's against WI rules, but I did give them to his daddy. Jake, you got a text from your wife, so you better bring those home, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's, uh, she likes Wendy's. It's good, but she's also uh, 
seven months pregnant. So that's a congratulations. Thank you very much. Should be eating Wendy's for two. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Bad. You give her all four, pal. She's carrying your baby. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No. We're excited having a daughter in December. So it'll be really mad. Congratulations. Thank you very much. There's nothing better for a pregnant woman than Wendy. So that's that's what I'm here. No, I don't know that for a fact. (laughs) Yeah. You have no idea. All I know is Wendy's is a big part of what I do here. And if they want to give it to the pregnant girl, they do whatever they want. Hey, uh, Lake Country Lutheran has been a program that, man, they uh, they they get deep into the playoffs every year, and it's a really good program. Nice kids, really well coached. Greg Brasgill, who's the uh, head football coach out there, haven't talked to him for a bit. Greg, how you been? Doing great. How about you, Mike? Good. Nice win last night. I'll tell you that uh, overtime win against Lamira. Um, talk a little bit about that game, Coach. Uh, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> it was. Uh... Well, we got our field shoveled off. All of our parents got out there about 9 a.m. and spent the, the whole day getting that field ready. And it was it was beautiful when we started the game. It was horrible at the end of the game. <laughs> oh, man. there And both teams obviously had to play on it. Um, Coach, what uh, was there a lot of turnovers involved? Did you Were you guys not able to throw the ball? or Tell me about that part of it. Uh, really what it was is it was a, it was a no one could get their footing. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of just a – it was more looked more like a mud wrestling fight than it looked like a football game. But uh, I told the boys in a game like that, it came down to heart. And Lomire had a ton of heart. I love the way they played. I love the way they were coached. Um, and our guys, uh, I got 19 seniors at halftime. The only thing I talked about them is, you know, love each other. Look each other right in the eyes. Love each other and do it for each other. You can't do this by yourself. And uh, the loyalty on this team, I think, is what carried us through overtime. Coach, um, how much do you know about this year's Racine St. Catharines team? Uh, actually not much. Didn't spend a lot of time looking at them because they're, you know, they're a D4 team. So, um, obviously a little bit of preparation, getting ready. Like you always say, not, not that we're working ahead, but, or playing ahead, yep. but we're working ahead or however you say it, but like getting ready. I mean, they're going to be in our conference next year. Sure. So I spent just a tad bit and like kind of keeping tabs on them, but yeah, it was kind of a shock that they dropped the D5, but we'll, I mean, we'll be ready for them. Yeah, you know, we had them uh, against Martin Luther this year on Thursday Night Lights, and, you know, they're, they're a big team, and their quarterback or running back, tough to get down to the turf. I mean, you got to wrap them up because they uh, it's hard to take them down with one guy unless you're doing it correctly, and, and that Isaiah Dodd, this is a team that's used to winning. You know, when, when as all of us know, when you hope to win and when you expect to win, it's two totally different things. And they're a state champion. They've been in big games. So I would, if you get a chance, go back uh, and, and maybe look at that Martin Luther game. And, and uh, they wore Martin Luther down a little bit, I think, with their size and how good their running backs were. And, and uh, their quarterback threw a couple of good passes, threw a couple that weren't very good. But every once in a while, he'd make a real good pass. So I, I would, uh, that would be a tape that, that I'd put that game film that I'd, I'd want to get my hands on if you can. And, and, uh, and well, take I do a have look it on it. my DVR because they were the Thursday night game, so I did record that one. I haven't, I haven't really watched it yet. But it, it's interesting because Dan started there at the program the same year that I started at Lake Country Lutheran. So we have run pretty much a, a similar similar results through the last 16 years. Yep. Um, obviously, one one glaring difference <laughs> would be his state title last year. But, um, yeah, so pretty similar programs in, in the sense of success and being in big games. Man, well, this will be a good game. Do you think that field, are you going to play that game um, at Lake Country Lutheran? Will the field be ready by then? 
Uh, we're going to do our best to, to have it ready, but I don't think they played any football games on Chernobyl after it blew up. So <laughs> I, I, uh... <laughs> no, I don't think they did either. Do you guys have a plan B? Uh, yeah, we got plans B through F. We'll, we'll, we'll have a site ready. boy. Hey, good luck on, on Friday against the Racine St. Catharines. Coach, it's always good to talk to you, and uh, please uh, say hi to your lovely wife for me. I will. She's standing right next to me. <laughs> yeah, attaboy. Greg, thanks a lot. Uh, good good job last night. Good luck against St. Catharines. Thank you. Thanks for everything you guys do for us. You got it. Uh, Greg Brasgill, the head football coach at Lake Country Lutheran. So, Jake, we know what game. Jake Davis, we don't know what game you're going to. Falls, you think? I think that's where I'd be headed, yeah. Yeah, you're going to stay in conference. and Yeah, you're, you're going to be a battle. You're right down the game. middle. You don't care who wins that one, right? Well, no, I, 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 it's going to be a good football, good football game. It'll be a really good football game. And you'll be, uh, though you, you're big, you know, you have a lot of respect for Steve Ruggs, you got to be on the sidelines of the guy that stood up in your wedding. Well, I, that's what I'm hoping I get that sideline pass, or I'm going to pass up Waukesha and go right up to Hartford <laughs> and watch the Hartford wine. Hey, so, Tenny, you got to get me that one. Hey, man, <laughs> I, I may have an SSP one that you can use <laughs> you if you need it. Right. Yeah, I can, I can get you on the sidelines. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Jake Davis, uh, Jake Walter, thank you. Gary, thank you, man. It's nice to meet you. Thank good you. luck in the wrestling season. Uh, you did good here today. Yep, this thanks. is a tough one for to have a young guy like you in because it's so fast. So we didn't get a chance to talk to you a lot. But you did good. Not bad for your first time. Don't <laughs> grow you. up thank and take my job. <laughs> Don't do it. You get out of this market and go uh, yeah, definitely go yep. somewhere else. Boys, it's good to see you. Jake Davis, congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm sure I'll talk to you before, but two months, man. Yep, yep. Yeah, daughter. It'll That's awesome. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.